Welcome to the J Train Podcast. This is J Train Jared Free coming to you live from the West Village of Manhattan. We're here every Monday with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every episode. Let me say it again. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for telling a friend, a coworker, a brother, a sister, a mama, a papa. Anyone with ears will take the earless community as well. We love all of our listeners, all of our viewers. We're on YouTube. If you're not on YouTube, get on the YouTube, baby. Come on. It's Halloween. It's all Hallow's Eve. It's time to get out of your comfort zone. Get on the YouTube, hit subscribe, because I got much more stuff coming there. We're putting up stand-up clips. We're putting up videos. YouTube.com slash Jared Freed. And, and listen, if you're out there and you're in the Boston area, I'm coming to Boston. I'm coming home. Okay? First show sold out at the Wilbur. I got a second show added. There are tickies available. So go to JaredFreed.com. I'm also coming to Miami for... Uh, for for Thanksgiving, come carve the turkey with your dear old Uncle J train. I'm coming to Virginia Beach. We got dates, 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 but it's all leading up to taping a special at the Gramercy Theater. It's already sold out. You did it. Thank you. Totes preach. Ooh, it warmed my heart. We put those tickets up and gone, gone, gone. So thank you. I got cheers to you. I'll take my coffee cup. Cheers to you. Some people like that sound. Some people like a coffee sip sound. I think I like it. I think it's interesting that I like the sound when it's someone doing it with coffee. Not as into it when it's soup. Soup, I'd be like, I don't know. Coffee, I go, I kind of like the, it makes me feel warm. It's, a, you know, there's a chill in the air. It's Halloween. I love Halloween. Stay safe out there on Halloween. I'm very excited about today's guest. A hilarious comedian. First time on the J Train podcast, Zarna Garg. Thank you for coming on. Thank you. Namaste to all your listeners, viewers, <laughs> followers, ticket buyers. That's right. And the yearless community, which the, I didn't realize I should be tapping into also. That's right. We got to make sure we, we are an all-inclusive podcast. Absolutely. I got you. Thank you so much for having me. Namaste, everybody. Oh, my God. Zarna, I'm so happy you're here. Um, I've been watching the comments. Everyone needs to go follow Zarna, if you don't already, at Zarna Garg on all platforms, at Zarna Garg. She's got shows coming up. On Christmas Eve, four shows at Caroline's. Go to ZarnaGarg.com. Get your tickets. Get involved. Zarna's so fantastic on stage. Zarna, I, I, have you gone? You must get asked to go on podcast and tell your story. I do. Right. Yes. Because, you, you, you know, again, like, you kind of just appeared one day to me. Yeah, don't we have you been all, doing though? I know. We all do. How long <laughs> have you been doing stand-up? About five years. Five years. Yeah. So quick and crushing it. You're well, hilarious. I, I don't know. I mean, crushing somebody. I don't know what, <laughs> what I'm and doing. You're married. You got kids? So many kids. How Indian many kids? woman. You know what I mean? Kids, 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 kids. Three kids. Three kids? Yeah, I How have a 19-year-old, a 16-year-old, and a 10-year-old. Come on. But the girl doesn't matter, so forget the 19-year-old. But she doesn't matter? Why does it? Is that a it's thing? It's always about the oldest son, of course. Right. Come on. It did to the Indians and the Jews. Indians and Jews, oldest son. Yeah. They can't do, you can't do enough for them. You can't. And they can't be any more perfect. They just have to be born. What is, they just have to be. You yeah. know, what made you, 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 you got three kids. What made you go, I want to be a stand-up comedian? What made you get My kids it? actually pushed me into it. Really? Yes. My daughter did. She's like. What did she say? She was like, you got to. Yeah, I, I, I was struggling. I was a stay-at-home mom for yeah. 16 years. Where are you from? New I'm Jersey? from India. Well, India, actually. <laughs> actually, India. As immigrant as it gets. Yeah. And she um, was like, I was struggling. I wanted to get back to work. And, you know, my kids are born and raised here in Manhattan. Yeah. All American, even though it kills me to say that. Like, I want to believe they're Indian. They're really not. Uh, What's the most American thing about your kids? Everything. Is Everything. there one thing that you're like, I this annoys the shit out of me? I, I can't stand that they do yeah, this? Yeah, I mean, they, they act like Indian food is so spicy. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, so, this is our gene pool. You know what right. I mean? We handle the spice. We created it. Right. But yang yang is so spicy. They love pizza. <laughs> so they love pizza. Yeah, of Hate course. spicy. Yeah. They're lactose intolerant. That, but, oh, yeah, they don't they get me. Oh, if, if I, I swear if a peanut allergy pops up in my household. <laughs> Do you ever look at them? And, so you're looking at these kids being like, you guys are a bunch of wusses. Yeah, exactly. Thank you for saying that. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so you got three kids and yeah. you're like, I want to get back out there. And yeah. your daughter's like, you're funny, mom. They're like, all our friends think you're funny. You should do comedy. Wow. And I was like, that's not a job. So you lived in Manhattan yeah. the whole time? For 25 years almost. Unbelievable. So yeah. 
your dog and didn't know that stand up comedy was a thing you didn't i, I that's, I, that's another thing i i, that's I share how that how much with you. my community is removed from that scene <laughs> well i i didn't know like growing up you know that's not a job right you know that's not something people do and you, i i think are mo- you going who ever thought you could get paid to do this you couldn't have thought in the world and i think most people do that cuz you know that you meet someone you tell them i'm a stand up comedian and they they know they only know Jerry Seinfeld right. or poor person on the street begging people to come to their shows. <laughs> right. There's no such thing as like middle class comedian. There's yeah. no such thing as like, oh, that person's doing okay. Right. We know there's a whole spectrum of this job and career that exists out there once you start looking at it, but most yeah. people don't know. And we know that this skill can be translated into other jobs like podcasting. Sure. Absolutely. It's, you know, it's, it is a real skill. I've learned that over the years. So, TikTok, yeah, blew up on TikTok. Yeah, what was the TikTok? Were you in the pandemic? Just being pandemic. Like, yeah, I had just gotten started as a comedian, getting a little bit of traction. Right, I already came late to the game, so late I can't even get into it. So late, and the the world shut down. I had all these shows, all this press booked, and like the next day everything shut down. And then you were like, "What do I do?" But luckily, I had my second kid, my boy. You know? Yeah. <laughs> my oldest boy sprung into action he's like mom you need to get on tiktok really and i was like what they're 14 year old twerking girls that's what we thought tiktok was right 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 and he's like oh no no i think comedy is going to happen on tiktok it's a matter of time this is the time. spot and he took some of my jokes and he like cut them up like so rough we didn't even know what we were doing and he put them up it's it's so interesting it's like the beauty of having a kid a certain age everything's about timing so you have a kid that's like i'm on the computer I'm at the forefront of whatever new technologies out there because as you get older you go, "Oh, I don't want to do the Instagram. I don't want to do the TikTok. Right. I don't want to do the face." And then you you're late to the game. You end yeah. up being late. But you're early because you got a son who's going, "I'm looking at twerking models, but right. I think there's another thing here." Yeah, absolutely. And I always hashtag believe in child labor. Okay. <laughs> like, if you have three right. kids like I do and work. they're willing to do the work, like go, get on it now. Let's start working. Now. Get so, out there, yeah. start editing. Uh, what else are you doing? Right. <laughs> so You go on TikTok and immediately you're like, "Oh my god, this is." You know, so my first joke is the joke that kind of broke into t- broke me into TikTok was I never said I love you to my husband, which is which is true. Yeah. Because another thing Indian people just don't do, we don't say I love you and honey pie and love chunks and stuff like that. Yeah. We're like pay the bills. Right. Pay yeah. the bills, you know. <laughs> Efficiency. Did you eat? That's love. Yeah. Right? So we put that video up, he put it up and within a day or two we had a few million views. Unreal. And I really thought that TikTok must be like one of those countries where the currency starts at a million. You oh. know one of those countries <laughs> right, where like right, loaf right. of bread mi- is 5 million whatever. Right, right. I'm, we're doing things in in units of a million. Right? Yeah, I understand. So that. I really thought that that's what was happening. And then my son was like, "No, mom, I really think this is very like we had like 5000 comments about how no one is saying I love you and it might be just be an American thing." People are connecting thing. to it. Totally connecting to it. All across like globally. How did you meet your husband? Online. Online. 25 years ago. So you were like the original. The original. I think What I'm one the of the first. The site doesn't exist anymore. What was it? It was a site called matrimonials.com. It was an HTML. It was an Indian uh matchmaking site. Come on. Yeah. And uh, but 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 we didn't meet the way people meet today. Like no one said you up. Right. Well, this wasn't late night yeah, text. Was... Well, th- that's the thing. When when dating online dating started, right. it was people were very intentional. Right. They were like I am here to date. Oh, you couldn't possibly find anyone more intentional than me. Cuz I was How old were you at the time? I was 21. Okay. But in in the Indian world that's old. Okay. I know in America it's not, but in <laughs> right. India that's like oh my god, it's oh over my... for her. Right, right, right. And Ship when, her off. And when I was here back then uh, in law school, the show Friends was on TV. Yes. You remember that show? Of course. You know, Friends. Now to an Indian person, that's the scariest show ever. Because six people in their thirties, single, and no, and they're dating. They're not dating. They're on a break. They're not on a break. They're married. They're sleeping with. <laughs> right. I was like, I have like, can I use the word fucked? You can use whatever. Word I you was like, like, I have fucked myself over in such bad ways because I am in hell. Your biggest fear is becoming Rachel. Yes, you're like, if I have to be Rachel, running away from her own wedding. The opening episode yes. is her running away from her own wedding and randomly coming upon. 
former high school friends that she reconnects with. And you're looking at that being like, this is a horror movie. This isn't a fun sitcom. This is... And her dream, Hell. and her dream guy for like season over season is a paleontologist who doesn't make any money. Like, <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> yeah, what is happening? <laughs> this is the Halloween episode. <laughs> we didn't even know this is a haunted house. Friends was a horror movie I, to to an Indian person. Right. It really was. So my ad, which by the way, back then in 1997, I was the first woman, Indian woman, speaking for herself. Because the website, the men would speak for themselves. The women were all like, my sister, my niece. Because you you might be a little young for this, but uh back then... Anything you did on the internet was like, what if it's a serial killer? Right, right, right. That it was, and because there was no Facebook to go check them out, no, no. Instagram to go see if they had this other so life. Everything you know. was like, what if it's a serial? I was like alone. I I was alone for bit. My parents passed early in life. That's how I ended up in America. So I had to do it for myself. So I was whatever. So, but, but what you're saying is very interesting. I didn't. I, and let me make sure yeah. I'm understanding it correctly. Your when the women on the, or the Indian women that would be on these websites, it was, hey, I'm here for my sister. Right. Hey, I'm here to explain. My sister's a beautiful woman, great, fun, good. Fair, and, tall. These uh, are all things they would write for them. Peaches and cream, complexion. What's peaches and cream? Fair, but not too fair. Oh, this is a, and that's a an, thing. In, in the Indian community, that's a thing. It's a thing. Like skin, like this was strawberries. A big, well, this became a uh, contentious because it was that show Indian Matchmaker. Yeah. And Indian Matchmaker, they talked about fair skin was like... Fair skin is... Ev- it's like... It's everywhere in India. Well, they didn't... But they the didn't... demand for but it. But people got upset. Okay, the f- four woke people in America. <laughs> right. I mean, you can but, be but upset. The, but this is That's how people why, talk this, in India yeah. when they're setting people up. Every ad is like a wheatish... Like, I'm a winter wheat. It's like, it's like middle to high. Not high enough, but like not... What is it called? Winter wheat. And that's a, that's a what is what does that mean? That's a complexion. That's like yeah. Interesting. I, I mean, do you understand though that makes people upset? Because what if someone isn't that? Of course, and not but, but, but they're for someone else. I but guess these are currencies is... you trade. So if let's say you're dark, okay, but the guy that you might be considering is wearing glasses, then that cancels each other out. Okay, <laughs> well, glasses is. I, well, I, I just, I, I didn't just know get these... through an example out there. Sure, I guess, but I I would assume everyone has taste, so everyone you're allowed to go. Well, I like a certain look. Yeah, but see, because we have the culture of arranged marriages Mm. and arrangement beyond just parents setting each. I've written a whole feature film, which is a one best stop feature at Austin, but that's a different story. Okay. About what exactly is arranged marriage? It's not just parents setting each other up. There are criteria. Mm. There is a whole grid that you follow. So it's like the parents themselves will be like, okay, there is class and there is taste and there's a matter of all that, but there's also a matter of like, what realistically can you get? Well, it's interesting. And what are you about? Well, see, this is interesting because it's it's hard to have this conversation in the world today because you say, I like something means you hate something else, which isn't the case. No. Um, but I say, I you know, when people ask me, do you want to marry Jew? Do you want to date a Jewish woman? Right. I say, yes. Yes. And I say that because not because I'm like, I hate other people, but I go, I'm looking to play the numbers game here. Right. You know, I'm saying we w- I go, I know that a Jewish woman around my age, we're going to have more in common without ever speaking right. than I would have had with someone that might. And listen, I might be wrong. I'm playing the statistics here. And, you know, and a lot of the matchmaking, I would assume, plays on that where you go, they know, you know, the family grew up this way. They know that way. So they're going to be easier together they're more of a lego piece for each other than exactly. maybe someone from a different than someone from a different game of legos and it i do i do understand why it sounds bad too like i understand those but i also understand you have to have a very cynical look to go this is bad and because it, it, the positive way is to go no these are two people i know they're going to go together well look culture is hard to argue with right what right. you just said it becomes bad because I think in the Indian space, it it becomes really petty. It uh, okay. can be like, oh my God, he has no hair. We're not giving our daughter <laughs> who's five foot four. Right. You know, she's this five foot four. Hairless loser. And an yeah. exceptional cook. 
Like, I think we can do better right, than, you right. know. So when the criteria becomes that petty, right. then you got a little bit of a problem. I get it. But, I, but it is, it's how things are done in the real world. Zarna, I'm pumped to have you here. I love, we do this show to get different perspectives. I can't wait for you to answer these questions for me. I want everyone <laughs> to go follow Zarna Garg on Instagram, on TikTok. She's all over the place. Her kids are working hard day and night editing all her videos. So go follow Zarna. She's got shows at Caroline's in New York City. It's going to be uh, December. It's a December Christmas. 23rd and 24th. And I'm at the Orlando Improv Thanksgiving. You're oh, in Florida too. I'm in Florida too. I'm in Orlando. I'll be across the, a little bit down south to the east. So Orlando, if you're out there, I know you're out there. I've done shows in Orlando. You're going to the, the Improv? Yeah. It's a fun club. So yeah. go to zarnagarg.com. Go, go, go. Go follow all that good stuff. Are you ready to do these emails? Let's do it. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Body count over 100. Do you understand what that means? I, I have an idea. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I, this so, just turned into another horror episode. Different... <laughs> 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 well, this person writes, uh, while discussing a meme recently, someone mentioned that they knew multiple people who had sex with over 100 people. That fact took me by surprise, and I started asking around to other friends, bartenders, etc. Most knew someone who was around or past that number, especially bar regulars and bartenders. Some of them even said their friends reached that number by their mid-20s. I think it's great to do your thing, and I'm jealous I didn't have a six-month thing of sleeping with four to five different people a month. My question for you is, do you know many people who have slept with over 100 people? And do you and your guests think, it this, uh, think this about getting a high body count, just liking or needing sex, not being alone or all of the above. What do you think of this? I don't believe it. I don't believe it either. I don't believe it. And plus his math was a little off. You, did you see Four there was a five. math problem <laughs> right. in there? Four, Four to, to five. Uh, for six months. I was like, that's 20 something people. Right. That's not a hundred. Yeah. I, the idea of counting, I, you know, who yeah. you've been with, it. Anyone that t uses the phrase body count, I think less of. Yeah. Like, I think this is such an old conversation. Like, you were 21. I'm sure you weren't with a bunch of people at that uh, age. No you know, people. You, no people. No. And that's a, you know, when you get in an arranged situation, is that brought up? No. Do people, like, do the parents know? know like, is that, is that you, part? You're literally, like, handing over your virgin child to... <laughs> Is and that if, what it's like? And if, if something be? happened behind a tree at some point, no right. one's ever going to talk about it. Okay? Right. We don't talk about the tree. But it's not going to be a hundred people. <laughs> right. It because at that point, you're going to be the witch that's going to be burnt at the stake. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, listen, I will say this as someone who is uh, sexually active and single and 37. So I've had some time in the game. Right. I don't know my number. Right. I don't know my number. I and. I guess that I, I don't know if that sounds bad. I, I think that sounds better. Are you ki kidding? That's better. It would be bad if you were like, well, number 18 wasn't as good as number 30. Right. But like that, I would assume that whoever you had sex with, there was some connection beyond just right. it was an available Absol body. Uh, just a, a number on a chart. Right. And that's the thing that I think this email, like over 100, my thing to people is what I take from this email is. If you're because what we get a lot of emails like, well, my boyfriend asks how many people I've been with, mm. and they start comparing numbers. And I think if you're in that conversation, you're not ready to be in a relationship that's right. real. Right. Like this is fake at this point. You're you're in immaturity land, and I've been there. Don't get me wrong. Like I've been in an immature relationship before. But if you're the minute that comes up, what I would say to people, my opinion. Is if I heard someone say the word the phrase body count, I would go, "Oh, we're not adults." Yeah, <laughs> I love it, <laughs> right? Because yes. then you go, "Oh, we are having conversations that don't even matter in the grand scheme of life," right? Yeah, and but I think that the takeaway is that some people might never reach adulthood. Well, that's if fair. you're yeah. going through a hundred and trying to hit the next hundred or whatever, you're trying to fill some other kind of hole in your life, right? The, and you may never reach an evolved state. And if you're asking about the other person's, because that's what that's the email we normally get. Is, right. I heard that my boyfriend has been with this many people. And it's like, if that hits you so hard, or if they're counting bad, right. and if it hits you so hard, it's kind of bad. There's other things wrong. Wrong. Agree. 
jtrainpodcast at gmail.com, jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Here with Zarna Garg. Go follow at Zarna Garg on Instagram, TikTok, zarnagarg.com. Orlando, she's coming. New York City, she's coming. Joy Mode, I, I mean, talk about sex. We're sponsored. Joy Mode's sexual performance booster is like pre-workout but for sex. Joy Mode makes natural and science-backed sexual wellness products for men. Put simply, the sexual performance booster enhances sex drive and blood flow, resulting in better performance. ED prescriptions can come with all sorts of side effects, and over-the-counter gas station pills are sketchy. That's why Joy Mode was created. They knew they could do better than everything else on the market. It's easy to use, 45 minutes to four hours prior to sexual activity. Tear open the package and uh, the packet and mix with six to eight ounces of water, just like your favorite electrolyte packet. You'll notice better blood flow, better erection quality, and firmness, and increased sexual energy and drive boom that's it love it want to spice up things in the bedroom and boost your sexual performance and do it naturally without nasty prescription drugs joy mode has a special offer for my listeners go to usejoymode.com slash jtrain or enter jtrain at checkout for 20% off your first order that's usejoymode.com slash jtrain for 20% off your first order thanks joy mode love that what I love about that too is just the act of having joy mode with you and your partner you go oh we're you're in the zone. You're in the mindset of like, hey, we're doing something new. We're adding a little spice to this relationship. I love that. Okay, let's keep going. I, I, I don't, is gray hair ruining my dating life? Is this from a man or a woman? Do we know? Hello, Jared and esteemed guests. I love your podcast. Listen to them every week. I'm writing to get your opinion on something that I've noticed lately and can't <clears> seem <throat> to get out of my head. I started getting white hairs around 17. Thanks, genetics. Oh. And after years of expensive coloring to cover them, I have finally decided to embrace it at 33. Recently, the last few dates I've been on uh, have ended with a guy. So I'm assuming this is a woman oh, with the guy yeah. saying he doesn't feel a connection. Yeah. And I have generally not been told that as, that as much in the past or have missed the vibe completely. I don't think I'm doing much <clears throat> different on dates to warrant this recent streak. And I am now wondering if the gray hair is playing into this. My dating profile doesn't have outdated pictures, but I have taken five to six that I like within the last four months to completely update every picture. I've added one picture taken from the last month that has white hairs in it, but I am afraid they aren't focused on the details and are missing it, LOL. I re regularly get comments from random women, but then men I am around always seem to make a comment that implies, do you know your white hair is showing? I, what's the comment what? you're getting? I, I, I don't know. I'd like a, a little spe uh, a specific on that one. I'm curious to get your thoughts. Should I go back to fully coloring it to, for the sake of my dating life or just shake this off as a bad run of dates? Thanks for all you do. Gray doesn't mean granny. Zarna, what do you think? It's it's hurting her dating life. You think so? A hundred percent. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. It's it's a young people's game, and you got to do everything you can to look younger. This is interesting. I I feel bad saying <laughs> it. I wished it wasn't so, but it's like in in the world of entertainment, it's the same. Right. You can't hair dye exists. There's no reason to take on this fight. What's well, the reason to take it, on? I this think fight? I think it's um. Let me push back a little bit. Yeah, sure. Because I, I I think. You, you, you look how you feel. Right. So I think what happens with the gray, listen, I have seen the Dove body campaign. Yeah. They have the women with the gray hair yeah. and they're dancing and, you know, having a great time and their gray hair. And there's this gray empowerment. I've been, I think I looked at like, here's the thing. I'm a fucking animal. Okay, so I'm on Instagram and I am on the For You page. There was one moment, I'll never forget this. I looked at this woman with gray hair and I'm like, she's fucking hot. hot. <laughs> and I'm going, and I'm like, and then all of a sudden, my whole For You page is these graying bombshells. And they're, <laughs> and I'm like, how did this happen? Because I looked at yeah. one picture. You thought about it. I and thought they, about And it. Google caught it and Apple caught it and they were like, we got you. This is exactly what happened. The, yeah. And, and, and I go, and I'm sitting there going, look at all these fucking beautiful women with gray hair. And so I was like, but they were all, the, but then what happens is like on Instagram, everyone, and this is in the, the, the world we live in today is find your niche sometimes and, and make sure your niche is a punch down niche. Right? right, so gray is gray is old, quote unquote, and they're taking the power back. And so what they do, they find a community of people that go, yes, yeah. we're gray and we're proud of it. And then the person at the front of the line is hot no matter what. Yeah. <laughs> 
you know, gray no matter what. And they got a line of people behind them that do they believe in the cause or do they are they doing this because uh, someone convinced me otherwise. So this is kind of my point. If she loves her gray hair, she's going to be fine. If she's doing this to, because because look at what she said in yeah. her email. She wrote, the women come up to me. Yeah, right. of course. Of course. Woo, we're doing oh it. Oh my God, frenemies, all of them. <laughs> right. <They're> bitches. <laughs> right. like, we don't need her in the mix. Right. Well, she they, might be they, really hot, this woman. That's the thing. Yeah. I, I think, you know, you hear from women, they go, oh my God. And I'm not, and women dress for other women. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But they go, okay, yeah, I do feel this. I, I would say to her, she has to have a talk with herself. If she loves it, she loves it. What I will say to her, there's another thing in her email that has nothing to do with her graying hair. She wrote, I'm 33, okay? That means you're probably going out with men 35 to 30, 40 to 30. Yeah. Those men are always going to be quicker to let you know that they're not looking for anything more because they know it is evil to waste your time. So they're on these dates. So, the, you know, again, like two things might not relate but right. when she says, I'm 33, she's going on dates with guys that are around her. I'm sure she's not going out with a 25-year-old guy. No, but maybe a 45-year-old. But a 45-year-old, yeah. if he's on a date with a 33-year-old woman, he knows that she probably wants something more. Right. Of course. So that's why they're getting my, you know, yeah. but I haven't taken, uh, so she writes the last, I don't think I'm doing much different on the dates. Doesn't feel a connection. And with the guy saying he doesn't feel a connection. You're more likely at 33 to get a guy saying, I don't feel a connection, gray or no gray, than you are maybe at 30, maybe at 29. I know at 25. Do you know what I mean? I know exactly what you mean. But I just, I'm not sure why, unless this is the hill you want to die on, why make it hard for yourself? There's an easy fix for this. (laughs) Well, that's that's the point. How do you feel with the gray hair? Right. Because listen, I'll say this. When I'm feeling good, I change my clothes. I, and this sounds disgusting, but I'm a guy. I'm a disgusting animal. <laughs> but when I feel fat and I feel hungover and, I, and I'm eating wrong, I start wearing the same pants over and over again. Right, of course. Because they feel good on me because I don't have to change out of them and put on the tight jeans. Right. And I don't look as good to the world because I don't feel as good. So I think that's a part of this where it's like, are you doing this because you're going, you have to figure out why are you doing the gray hair? If it's because you're on Instagram being like, I feel amazing, look how good it looks, keep doing it, girl. But if you're doing it to, you know, because you're like, ah, fuck it. Right. (laughs) You know, that might not be helping you. And ah, fuck it, translates on a date. Now I'm with someone who's not as, you know, excited to be there. When When I'm feeling good, I got the nice pants on, I got the new clothes on. I I I I live that. You know what I mean? Jared, you're a therapist. Did you know that? Uh, am I? Yes. <laughs> right. No, this was really deep Unlicen. what you just did. Unlike <laughs> This was really deep because I agree with you. You know what I'm talking I about? I know exactly what you're saying. It's like, you know, how why are you doing it? Why are you doing why it? Why are you doing I, whatever it sh- is that may be causing this doubt in your mind? And she's not writing it. And that's our job. Look at right. this email. She didn't write, well, I, I'm right. doing gray hair because fuck it. But she never wrote why. She didn't write, I think it looks so fucking hot. You know, like she yeah. wrote, I, uh, what did she write? I started getting white hairs after, ex- she blames the, the cost. After years of expensive coloring to cover them. She didn't say, I love how I look. She's saying, it's fucking expensive. Ah. I'm in. I get it. I think there's a different yeah. vibe and mentality when it comes to when you do it for that reason. J Train Podcast at gmail.com, J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Zarnagarg. Go follow Zarnagarg at Zarnagarg on Instagram, on TikTok. We're sponsored people. What's the first thing you do when you wake up? It's check. Is it check your credit score? Didn't think so. At Chime, that's exactly what they do. With their secure Chime credit builder Visa credit card, you can start to build credit with your own money. Chime reports your payments to credit bureaus to help you build credit over time. Their members see an increase of 30 points on average. That's huge. All of this with no annual fees, large security deposits, or credit checks to apply. So start your credit journey with Chime. Sign up takes only two minutes and doesn't affect your credit score. Get started at Chime.com slash 
slash JTrain. That's Chime.com slash JTrain. The Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card is issued by Stride Bank and a pursuant to a license from Visa USA, Chime Checking Account, and $200 qualifying direct deposit required to apply for the secured Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card. Regular on-time payment history can have a positive impact on your credit score. Impact to... Score may vary, and some users' scores may not improve. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal fees may apply except at MoneyPass ATMs in a 7-Eleven or any AllPoint or Visa Plus Alliance ATM. People, Chime, love what they do. Um, here was Zarna Gark. Let's talk about this. How long were you guys engaged for? Oh, my husband, husband and yeah. I? Oh, just a few weeks. A few weeks? Yeah, but that's Indian. That's that, is Indian. that how it works? Uh, oh, no, my ad clearly said, I'm looking to get married. So you're on the, you're, you're on the, you're on the website. Yeah. You and your husband connect. Yeah. You go, what's a first date like? Uh, so we were international. I was in Cleveland. He was in Switzerland. Unbelievable. So we met at JFK. Stop it. No, that's true. So this is 90 Day Fiance. Uh, uh, 60. <laughs> How long, from the minute you've been online to when you got married, what was the amount of time? It took a year and all because of all the sure. logistical complications. And you've been together? 24 years now. Do you think, do you think taking away that process of dating was helpful? Like you told me before we started, you had like, you have a lot of people that reach out to you and say, I want to be yeah. arranged. Yeah. I, and it goes back to what we talked about in the beginning where it's yeah. like, People do want to be fixed up. Yeah, people. Want I, do, to, I think so. Oh, right? I know so. Yeah. I I would like to be fixed up. You go. Right. You go. I want some, but you want thoughtful fixes up, right? Because that's what Indian people do. They go. Right. And what you were talking about before is so what people wish they had. Right. They wish that someone would go. Oh my God, you know who I think of for Zarna, that, that guy that right. I know from this place and this town, and because of seven different reasons. Right. What usually happens, I'm talking about this on stage, is they go, oh, you're a woman? He likes right. women. Yeah. Go. No. That's not how it works. So when people say to you they want to be arranged, do you, do you think that's like... I mean, I get it, but the pro I get it because I come from a world that I, even though I wasn't arranged, I've seen a ton of successful arranged marriages. Right. It definitely works. But the problem with applying those principles here is that everybody thinks they're too good for the other person. <laughs> right, right. Like We're you too have to confident have, here. So the, the thing Are your that, kids too confident? Oh, every, <laughs> oh my God. Like, like start the, the baseline assessment of themselves is like a 99. Right. Like I'm this close to perfection. <laughs> Almost there. So that's where the Indian arrange system helps, where the parents sit you down and they're like, let me explain to you. Here's what you here's what you can achieve. Here's what you need to know about yourself first. <laughs> right. <laughs> You're not that great. And what other people are looking at when they're seeing you. You Ooh, know what I mean? What a, what and a, it feels brutal, but you know what? Do you do we not all need somebody tell us the truth? Right. And so this next email gets into sexual chemistry with your partner. Right. Is that a concern? No. 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 <laughs> what sex? What's no one's that? having sex. <laughs> What? What Million and a half, we fell out of the sky. <laughs> My fiance won't fuck me. That's the title of this. Yeah. Hi, Jared, esteemed guest, Feather Feather. I'll get right to it. Yeah. I will start by saying I'm a 31-year-old woman uh, and my fiance is a 31-year-old male. We've been together a little over a year. See, to me, that's quick. They've yeah. been together a little over a year, but you were in this situation. You're together a little over a year. Let's yeah. fucking go. Yeah. Um, and we just got engaged a few weeks ago. I know, moving fast, but we both want kids, et cetera, et cetera. The first four to six months we were together, we had pretty frequent, exciting sex. But in the last six months, our sex life is almost non-existent. We're talking one to two times a month, maybe. And even the physical intimacy is infrequent. I'm not a super sexual person, but I do like feeling physically in intimate with my significant other, whether that's holding hands, back rubs, kissing, et cetera. Uh, when we do have sex, it feels very forced and robotic even. Almost mm -hmm. like it's a, just another item to check off this, his to-do list. All other parts of our relationship is great. And I do truly love him, but this has really been wearing on me. I have tried talking to him about, and he either replies by assuring me 
that it has nothing to do with me and it's just because he's tired, stressed from working or that he feels like I'm putting too much pressure on sex, which is making him overthink it. I just feel like if I don't say anything at all, we would never have sex. I know you'll probably suggest scheduling sexy time, but I truly cannot see him going for that. And I just would love for him to initiate, want to have sex with me. I honestly have never felt less desirable and can't help but think it has to do with me. Like why did our sex life start so strong and then fizzle after only four to six months of dating? And is sex really that important for a long-lasting relationship? Any and all advice would be greatly appreciated as I'm ready to walk down the aisle with this man. Thanks, a lady just trying to get laid. Zarna, you just said, what's sex? You're in a long-term relationship. This per, you know, obviously it matters. I'm, you know, they're asking, does it matter? It matters to them, obviously, right. enough to write into some random guy in a studio apartment. So, right. <laughs> so what do you think? I mean, I'm going to give you the unpopular view in America. I Listen, I want your view and I don't care I, if it's unpopular. I don't think it matters. You don't think it matters? If it mattered, she would have broken up with him. Right. If it truly mattered, if she truly wasn't like feeling like this is her guy and, that, and he feeling this is her woman, people break up all the time. Right. There's a reason they're still in this together and they're planning a wedding and she's going to be walking down the aisle. I think sex has been... It's a complicated topic. Mm -hmm. And in America has been overhyped. Like you have to believe that everybody's having it all the time. And that's the foundation to everything. And I just don't come from that world at all. And I would agree with you. I mean, look at the last email with 100 partners. You know, you go... Yeah. Overhyped is is a a proper phrase. Because most sex is to-do list item. You know, especially in a relationship. You know, when she says, I feel like a uh, checked off his to-do list. I've been in relationships where that has been necessary that to kind of just let's keep it moving here. Right. You know, so I, I when she writes that I go, that's not that crazy to no. me. No. You know. And when she says, I know you're gonna say sex scheduled, sexy time, but it, th- that's what every therapist, every psychologist, everybody would say, because we all understand a world where we get busy, we take each other for granted. Right. We do. That's that is a sign of emotional intimacy if you're taking the other person a little bit for granted. You're not constantly stressed out that if you don't do this, if anything, she seems worried. He seems relaxed. That's interesting. I and and she's already brushed away an idea that I've given out in this podcast before to schedule a time. Right. But if I'm looking at what he's saying, you have to play you know, like when someone gives me a rebuttal. Right. If someone says I'm not gonna buy because of this and this and this I go with the rebuttal. So like if his reason is too tired and stressed from working. Right. Take him at his word. Let's take him at his word. Agreed. Let's let's, let's believe what he's saying because she's going I when when she says I'm taking it personally, I'm I feel less desirable. I'm sorry you feel that way and I I I'm not telling her how to feel, but I'm saying you're taking you're not believing him. You're going it must be me so I feel less of myself because it can't be that he's stressed and tired, <laughs> right? Because right. every guy wants sex, is but, what she's But saying. I understand why she's feeling that oh, way. Because if you look at the world around us, mm. you would believe every healthy, happy relationship is sexed up. Right, right. And that's just not the truth. I, not in my experience. I mean, they're just dating. They don't have kids, I'm assuming. You know, and right? They, right? No, no, but no. like, wait till you're in a relationship where you're like pregnant three, four times together <laughs> and there's breastfeeding. Like, sex becomes like, just keeps dropping on the ladder. Like, it's just a fact of life. Right. Well, she says it was exciting before and now it's not exciting. I, I mean, I think sex in the beginning is exciting just because of the beginning. So she has to keep that in mind. I would say to her, I think she needs to talk to him. Yeah. But I think playing, I think she will feel better if she negotiates based on the rebuttals he's giving. Because right now she's saying he won't go for sexy scheduled sex. I'm saying, let's try me. <laughs> you know, like try. Why it. not? Right, right. What do you have to lose? Because her not doing that is her going, is her basically saying, I'd rather believe it's about me than the excuse he's given. Right. Well, that's also, and also just this, a female tendency, right, right? To believe, you know. And also, you know, she, because it's so quick, because it's been a year, like when you, met your husband at JFK, he's not the same person he was when you met him at JFK. I mean, oh, you, you probably, when do you think you knew your husband? How many years in? 
Oh my god, I still am not sure. <laughs> I'm still like the other shoe's going to drop any day now. Uh, no, you it takes a while. It when did you a... think like cuz I listen, I I feel for this person cuz I'm single, 37. I'm definitely out there dating, but I'm getting I'm I'm like, man, I start counting the years. I start yeah. looking, you know, I'm looking at friends like you were looking at the show Friends. I'm going <laughs> I'm going, man, if I meet someone today, it's I, I gotta have a feel out period, but I do believe it would happen pretty quickly for me. Where yeah, I go, no, yeah. I I've been with certain people. I kind of know what I'm looking for. I kind of know the feeling I want to have. So I understand where I'd be like, a year in, I could be like, we're living together and we're engaged. I could see that right. happening for me. So right. that's why I, I understand her. But then I would go, holy shit, I don't even fucking know this person. Like my parents met at 25. They were, had me at 27. Um, they. They have now. I look at them, and they're like a brother and sister team. As I don't mean that, I don't mean that to sound gross, but like they they are more family than they are, you know, you know anything else. They're a unit. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm thinking at 37. I'm like, man, it took them years to get to that. Of course. So this person, you don't even know this. They're more this person than they were the person a year ago. And maybe you have to realize that that might not be your person. Or just like Zarna <coughs> said, I think what Zarna, what you said is correct. Like, you still like them. You're here negotiating. And planning the walk down the aisle. Right. <laughs> so I actually don't think it means as much to her as as much as she thinks right. it does. I think it more means, I think what she, what she <coughs> Sorry. no, it's okay. What, I think what means most to her is feeling desired. Mm-hmm. And... That might be the conversation. To That's have. the conversation to have. Is hey, I feel I don't, and not you don't make me feel desired. I just stop it. I don't feel desired. Yeah. Because then that becomes now he's got to figure out how to. What, does he want to make you feel desired or not? <coughs> yeah, exactly. And there may be non-sexual ways. Right. There might be other ways. Just him being like, let's go for a walk today. Might oh. be like, oh my God. And you're holding hands on the walk. That might be all you even needed. I, I know. Right. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Here was Zarna Garg. At Zarna Garg on Instagram, on TikTok. Fantastic, hilarious. I love the sketches you do. Yeah. So much fun. I love that your kids are involved. I can't believe I can't believe your daughter, a daughter yeah. of all the people, because usually the daughter. She's, you said she's 19. Yeah. That age, or maybe she's out of that age where they, they're embarrassed of everything their mom does. But they don't have a choice. <laughs> okay. Let's just not put ideas out there. Right, right, yeah. right. <laughs> well, I, I had a brother, so I don't know. I'm just, you know, assuming. Yeah. No, like I, I was like, I need a, a girl character. <laughs> and you're, you're here. You're in the sketch. So we're going to do this. <laughs> Run it again. Learn your lines. <laughs> yeah. JTrainPodcast.com. Is going home with them after a first date the norm now? Um, I mean, it's certainly not unusual. It's not unusual. <clears throat> not at all. I recently started listening to J Train after hearing you on another podcast. I've been binging episodes because I feel like you may have answered this question before, but haven't found it yet. Well, we're here now. Yes. I'm a 25-year-old female who has been single for three years. Okay. I've been really content being single because I have been moving every year for work. I'm now in a place that I want to be a long-term, so I am ready to get back out there. I downloaded the apps and ended up going on a date shortly after. I thought the date went really well, and I was anticipating it ending with a second date, with setting a second date. Instead of setting a second date he asked me to come back to his house to watch a movie and drink wine the standard (laughs) I declined by saying I had plans to watch football with some friends he was chill about it and the date ended fine but no plans for a second date shortly after he texted me and said if you want to come over after the game let me know again I politely declined by saying let's grab drinks again before you try to meet get me to like Game of Thrones. For context, we joked about how I've never been convinced to watch Game of Thrones yet, and he is a big fan. I thought it was a good response that was kind of funny. I do agree. Agreed. She's doing everything right. Yeah. Um, but also letting him know that it is not something I'm interested in right away. She is doing, she is playing, I don't believe in playing games. This is a game she's playing correctly. If she's being positive, she's, yeah. she's giving, she's letting him, you know, she's going, no, yeah. but yes. Yeah. Not up for that, up for this. Right. That is perfect. That is how ever because what she's doing, she's going, this is the standard. I'm right. not coming to your place. Right. I'm not fucking sleeping on your couch. Ca- I'm not hanging on your couch that your mom gave to you 20 years ago. You know, we're not doing that. So I, I agree with what she's doing. He responded the next, uh, 
uh, letting him know that this is not something I'm interested in right away. He responded the next day, saying he responded next saying, "Ha ha ha, that is totally fine. What are you up to today?" I told him that I was doing uh, what I was doing, then didn't hear back. Three days now. My question is, was he just looking for a hookup clearly and should I not expect to hear from him again? I'm bummed because I really did enjoy the date but was turned off by his energy uh, at the at the end. Also, my friends here typically do go home after the first date and I fully support uh, supportive for them. I'm just not comfortable doing that. Are my expectations not realistic? Is it the norm to go home with someone on the first date to solidify interest? What do you think? No, I no, think I, she should stick with her guns. I think she's doing... She's doing everything right. And if he was just looking to get laid, he's not the guy for her. Right. And and he's looking for a situation. Right. That's what she has to remember. It's not about you. Yeah. This isn't, oh, she seems like the type. I right. think a lot of guys get judged with this like, oh, oh, she's the going home on the first date type. I've never thought that way. I've I've thought I'm looking for... I like this person and I'm inviting them for a situation that probably invites casual. Right. So, and that's kind of what this guy's doing. And I love what she did. Yeah. I love And I love what she wrote. She was a star about it. She was a st- You're absolutely right. And she writes, also my friends here typically go home. If you're going home with someone to solidify a second date, you're fucked. Yeah. It's it, it, and oh, that is oh the God, wrong the worst reason. That is the worst, the reason. worst reason. Because what you're going to do is you're going to go you're going to go fuck it. it's going to feel like a investment that you lost money on. Yeah. Oh Be- my God. <laughs> wow. Right? Yes. Cuz you're going to go, oh, I'll <clears throat> give him my time, I'll give him maybe my body, but I'll you know which sounds icky and gross, but that's what you're doing and you're going so I can get the second day. You're going to be it is a bad way to go. Do I like them? Do I feel comfortable? Am I doing this because I want to be there? That's the question. And also, you know, if you're going to worry about what he wants and he likes so early in the game, he's going to get used to, well, this is how I like it. Like, right. what about what you like? Right. And I, what, that's, and, and what she did, and I love, I actually like both of them because, again, let me take his side. Want to come over. You said yeah. no. Great. No problem. And then the next day, hey, how about you come over after this? Nope, but I'd love to get a drink. Right. And he's sticking to what he wants to do, and you're sticking to what you want to do. But he did. He was a little pushy after the first date because he asked her after the game, do you want to come over? Right. So I he comes like back little, again. That's a little much. But, I was like a little like, do, do, she said no. Right. No, you know? that's fair. I, I guess what I mean is it's what I think is... Which and the problem is, I, I guess the problem in this situation is he wants something so little that he and and takes so little effort it, that he'll do it over and over again. Like it right. doesn't matter to him to keep going. Right. Well, I'm here. Come right. over. You know. Right. And she's going and she's asking for a bigger thing. Right. So she feels a little bit weird being like, "Well, I want this date, and then we'll see what happens." And it's it's really the problem is it's on her to be like. Good luck with everything, right. and that's the hardest part. Right. Is that she? It's her, because he's not going to go. Oh, it sounds like you don't want to just come over after one date. So I guess we're not the match. He's going to go. You're attracted to me because that's the problem with the apps. Is men see it as oh she's attracted to me. Oh right. That's all they care about. Right. It's not about and now okay well she's attracted to me so I'll send her a text let her I'll ask her what she's up to, and that's why it gets so ca- that they're offering casual. I understand that. Right. Right. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. Here with Zarna Gark. Let's do, do we have time for a couple, couple more? This, I like this one because I think you're going to have great. Okay. I don't like my best friend's fiance. Ugh. Yeah. Are you a part of like, I, I would imagine you live in Manhattan. So you're around Manhattan moms. All the time. All the time. Yeah. You probably have moms that are friends because of the kids' ages. Absolutely. You probably have neighbor friends and over the years that you've made. Are there people that you kind of have to put up with? All the time. Uh. Are you kidding? <laughs> can't stand most people. Right, right, right. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Come on, we're New Yorkers. Yeah, that's true. We hate everybody. That's right. So- and then you like grit your teeth and you're like, oh, we'll do Thanksgiving together, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, do you yeah. have like good close female friends where the husbands you're like the husband's a monster? 
Or are you lucky in that sense? No, of course. Absolutely. I've seen the whole gamut. Uh, my husband's a monster. Husband's a monster to her and she's not seeing it. Hey. Right? You know how what you, I'm talking uh, about. Right. Well, you're well, you're sitting at a dinner party and you're like, how are you I can't believe he, she's saying this stuff or she, or vice versa. But the woman is like saying all these things about their partner and you can't believe that these words are coming out of their mouth. I just taped a Coffee with J Train episode. If you want to hear this, the full story, it's on my Patreon, patreon.com slash Jared Freed. Um, but I talked about how a guy threw money at me on stage. So I was at I was at a comedy club, not the Comedy Cellar, not Gotham, not New York Comedy Club, not the Stand, not Stand Up New York. You can make a guess from there. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm not at this club a lot. Uh-huh. I go on stage, and this guy was rude. And I say, "Wow, I got paid seven bucks to be on stage, and this is how someone treats me." He takes two dollars out of his wallet and he throws it at me. Oh. And I tell the whole story on Patreon. I mean, this is. I'm, I'm offended by someone throwing money at me while I'm asking you to pay for the Patreon. <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> patreon.com slash Jared Freed. But there was a part in the in the argument where I it was him and his wife. It was an older man and an older wife. She looked very Real Housewives of New York or of New Jersey okay. is what I would describe okay. her look as. Got it. And she kind of was smiling, but with that like, not smiling like uncomfortable smiling right oh she's looking at him she's in a state of shock too probably looking at me and i looked at her i was like this is what you aren't you embarrassed you're with this person and there was a moment in my mind where i'm like they've probably been married 30 years right and yeah she's she is with this person like what's she gonna say to me it's like yeah i deal with this in so many different iterations and ways and we've lost friends, but w- and we've gained friends because he acts this way. And I'm here. This is what I'm stuck in. And yeah. I had that moment. I was like, "Oi!" I was like freaked out. I was. I thought of her the most because, like, yeah, what's she gonna do? She has to go home with him, right? Hey, could you imagine? And and I wonder what their conversation. She, well, it goes in two different ways. She either totally agrees with him, no matter what. Or they just live parallel lives, like right. like long term married couples. Sometimes you just have to accept you're not gonna get it all, right? right. There's and there's gonna be moments where the the one spouse is gonna go so off the handle mm-hmm. that you just can't control it, right? And you start assessing, like, am I really gonna break up what I have over this, or, <laughs> you do or am math. I gonna find a way to like live and look the other way? And you know what I mean, right? I, I this is and the, it's funny because it's young people that listen to this show. There's people that are like, and I know this as. A young person who's getting older, you you go, you can be a little too precious with your own life. You know, this person's looking at their best friend's fiance, and they're like, how are we going to go on double dates uh, 20 years from now? It's like, you might lose this one. Right. (laughs) Right. Jared and guest, big fan. I'll get right to the point. I do not like my best friend's fiance. My friend is someone who has always wanted to be a wife and become a mom. She feels like her clock is ticking despite continuous reassurance over the years from her girlfriends that she is not, quote unquote, behind. We are 30. Her fiance is a good time guy who is generally quite friendly, social, and fun to be around. He's not a monster or anything, but let me explain. First, he still lives with his parents. Oh. <laughs> You couldn't have said a worse thing to Zarna. I... <laughs> Get out. End it. <laughs> so he lives with his parents. Always has. He has a degree. Always has. Oh, it got worse. Has... <laughs> this, is, this is Zarna's new nightmare. <laughs> oh, he has no job. Oh, oh. Oh, God. Oh, I don't like this right, fiance. No, 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 get him out. <laughs> He's balding. Ah! <laughs> he has a degree. Okay. And a job in the medical field. That means he's not a doctor. Whenever someone's yeah, like, I yeah, work in the medical uh, field, oh, no. that means I'm not a doctor. Pharmaceutical sales. Right. Okay. <laughs> Good money in pharmaceutical sales. This is not out of financial necessity. So he's living at home. Because he likes living at home. Because he wants mom to take care of him. 
This could be your son, the firstborn son. No, never. Never? Never. So, so you love the firstborn son, but you right. would never let him no, stay home. No, but he, he has to, yeah. He Shoo, has to get out of here. A, a fly, birdie, fly. <laughs> okay. My friend has been independent since college, and last year actually moved into his parents' house to save money for the wedding, a.k.a. so he continued being taken care of by his mom. Hold on. Always has. He has a degree. First, he still lives with his parents, always has. He has a degree and job in the medical field. This is not out of financial necessity. My friend has been independent since college and last year actually moved into his parents' house. Oh, so I guess, I'm guessing they're a gay couple. Uh, into his parents' house to save money for the wedding, a.k.a. so he can continue being taken care of by, uh, by, uh, by his mom. He has never maintained a home or managed real adult responsibilities like paying bills, household chores, or even buying groceries. Aside from this failure to launch situation, his personality just drives me nuts. He can be problematic, occasionally using homophobic slurs, saying, saying the F word as an insult like it is 2004. Okay, uh, yeah, that's bad. Uh, overall, has an obnoxious personality, is super arrogant when he's drunk, multiple times a week. She, so they're not a gay couple. I think there was a mistyping there because she said actually moved into her parents' house to save money for the wedding. I, I'm a, Sounds a, like she moved into his parents' house. Oh. The fiancé moved in with him, and now they're all, both being taken care of by his mother. I... You're absolutely it's right. It sounded like that. My to friend me. has been independent since college, and last year actually moved into his parents', parents house, house to save money for the wedding, aka so he can continue to be. So this was comfortable for him. This person right. believes that the woman moved into his parents' house not to save money for the wedding because he likes it more in the parents' house. But she obviously agreed. I mean, I, I right. would you you know what I mean? What would it take for me to move into somebody's parents' house? It you have take, to agree to it. You have to agree to it, and it would take me feeling like I was getting something on the other end, which she does right. believe. She's getting savings for the wedding. Wedding, right. And, but this friend doesn't buy that. Oh, right. that's interesting. And I guess it's worse that he uses the F word because this is not a gay couple anymore. No. So, yeah. Overall, has an obnoxious personality. Uh, she is one of my best friends, so I'm around him a lot and find myself relieved when he can't make it to something. They bicker constantly in front of us and, and create tension at otherwise fun, lighthearted events. Oh, and I'm also a bridesmaid in their approaching wedding. So here comes my question. How do I support my friend in her relationship when I really don't like her partner? If she believed, if I believe she was happy, I wouldn't feel so conflicted, but I really feel like she is settling because she wants to be a wife so badly. It feels weird to stand up in a wedding that gives me the heebie-jeebies sincerely fairly at the launch fiance mm. Zarna what do you think this Look, is tough I, I think it's hard to judge a relationship from the outside mm -hmm. I, I'll just say that like it, and she's obviously biased she's her friend right so it, you know I'm sure if you ask the guys the friends that are friends with the guy they may have their own opinions about the fiance her friend the fiance right i think it's very hard but i do think there is an issue there of like if you don't want to be a bridesmaid and like give that speech in earnestness maybe there's a conversation to be had interesting you know well that that's kind of where my mind was thinking because it's like what can i talk about with the, you can't go to the first of all you can't go to this friend and tell them not to do it no. That is the biggest mistake. You don't want that. No. I'm, I'm looking out for the emailer because right. you tell them not to do it. Let's say they don't do it. Now yeah. you got to get this person married. Right. <laughs> like right. Now, now you're their matchmaker. Yeah. I, and they may not find somebody for like another five years. Right. Do you want to be like, you blew up the relationship I had? You don't want that. And based on what though? It's ba not even like there's no real. Right. Based on what information? Here's the thing that, that I would encourage them to do. It's okay to stand up for what... It's okay to have arguments with this guy. So I think what she's doing is holding back because she doesn't want to like step on into... If someone uses a slur in right. front of you and, and you're sitting there, I think it's okay to go, hey, can you not use that word around me? You right. have to set up like... And I think what we do around our friend who... The way she described the friend that's like, I got to find love. I want to be a mom. I want to be married. So we all back off. You know, you, you're at a, uh, an event and you, you, you give this guy every benefit of the doubt because you're like, no, our friend wants, and you don't want to be the friend that makes them, and you don't want to ruin your relationship with your friend, so you, you back off. Maybe you, don't, you notice it and you go, ugh, I don't like that he said that, but I want to be good to my friend. It's time to stop being, the only way to be good to your friend is to be honest with this guy. But did you sense, I sense a little bit of judgment from the emailer about her own friend? Oh, absolutely. It felt like a little judgy, like all she ever wants to do is be a wife. Right, you know right. what I'm saying? 
first of all, who are you to judge? Right. And it feels like she's already coming from a place of like, whatever her friend wants is wrong. And then the guy is like everything wrong. Right. I I guess I agree with you. I, I hear it because I think she's making, she's like, why is she with this asshole? Right. And she's going, well, she always wanted to be a wife right. and a mom. And so she's taking that to like make her point. Exactly. And I'm not sure if that's, you know, you have to wonder like who will be good enough for her, for your friend. I don't know. I, I, I guess. And is your friend's aspiration all wrong? Right. If, if, if it's a woman who's approaching 30 as she's like, she's not too late. The friend thinks she's too late. I don't know that anybody's in a position to tell somebody else. It's not too late for you. Right. If you think. If, 30, if, you're, if you're ready, you're ready. 30 to an Indian person back right. home is like, oh my God, like it's over. Like, where are the grandkids? Where are the grandkids? Yeah. So it depends on the world that you come from and what right. you believe. So I, 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 and, and I agree with you because that's in the, in the world of like telling someone how to feel. You can't tell your friend how to feel. You can't, they can feel however they want. And if they feel 30 and they're ready and they've got this guy and that's who they're working with, okay, that's who they're working with. I think if this person, this person needs to be able to, needs to go, that's what they're doing and stop being so afraid to speak to someone human to human. I think she's not talking to the fiance. She's avoiding the fiance because she's trying to be good to her friend. I think it's time to go, they're a couple. Yeah. I need to approach them as a couple. I'm going to be hanging out with him. I'm going to let him know what I'm comfortable hanging out with. Right. And he might hear that and go, all right, I got to be, I got to be different around these people. I got to figure out where, how I act around these people. Or he doesn't. And then maybe your friend gets pushed away and you got to find new friends. And that's the reality of life. It's tough. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com here with Zarna Garg. Go follow Zarna at Zarna Garg. Let's do one more. Is that cool? Okay, yeah, absolutely. Go Best friend it. got engaged two weeks after me. Okay. Okay. This is, I, I like this one because yeah. this is yeah. in the gray a little bit. Yeah. Jared, long time listener of both J Train and You Up. My best friend of 20 years has been with her boyfriend for four years. Let's call him Jason and Emily. For the first three years of Jason and Emily's relationship, myself and all of our friends couldn't stand Jason. And another one. He was controlling, misogynistic, overly incredible, overall incredibly competitive with our friends' relationships. He would always try and appear to have the strongest relationship. Okay. As a result, my friend and I have had a falling out when I voiced my concerns. This is what we just talked about. It's a trend. It happens. Right. Fast forward, I let it go. It wasn't worth losing my friendship over and knew that he only acted this way because he was insecure. I spent the last year making a real effort to include him in a cottage weekends, dinners, and getting to know him more. I I was starting to accept that Emily was happy and that's all that mattered. See? Okay, so this is the other side of the coin. Two weeks ago, my boyfriend of seven years and I got engaged. It was great. Well, congratulations. It was great, and Jason and Emily came over to celebrate with us. I've been telling Emily all summer that I knew it was happening in August. What do you know? Two weeks after we got engaged, Jason booked a last-minute trip to Europe and proposed to Emily. He got his grandmother's ring without even getting it resized to fit her finger. I've now learned that he actually misread her letter and gave her the wrong ring. To me, pretty clear that it was rushed and unplanned. On a superficial level, I'm annoyed that they stole our thunder, which I will get over. What I can't get over is that it brought me back to this awful place where Emily, uh, with Emily where I feel like I have to be fake around celebrating their happiness. Jason has robbed me of the ability to be genuinely happy for my friend because now how could, how could I be in this situation? It's so weird. Jared, how do I approach this with grace and not ruin Emily's happiness with my own annoyance? We were both uh, each other's maids of honors. And I already don't want her involved as much because I feel like this situation has tainted my celebration. It's tough. Tough. Thank you so much. What do you think? Tough. I still think maybe they have to talk talk it through and maybe there's a way for them to back out of the wedding and the maid of honor duties. You So you think the maid of honor duty, that's one thing where you go, that's the problem. Because I, I, I think that's interesting. That's... I, you know, I've had friends get kicked out of yeah. wedding parties. But it's only so women. much pressure on the <laughs> right. women. Right. 
And like, see, even if you read that whole email, it's about like, how do I, you know, because if you remove the maid of honor duties, mm. there, there's no pressure to like him and be around him as much as you need to. You know, it all comes with, with there's going to be this big day and I'm going to have to do all this stuff. And Did I don't you have really a maid of honor it. or anything like that? Did you have that type of thing? Do they in the Indian it, wedding? It's some version of it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But at 21, it's a lot less. 22, it's a lot less complicated. Right. You know? Because these are friends I no, knew like growing up. College friends in my right. case law school friends where it wasn't this complex this is complex yeah um but i but i have been in weddings mm -hmm. where i haven't really felt like in america american weddings yeah where i've had to be like uh, i don't i don't really did you go through with, with it or did you back i out? did and i regret it after the fact really i really do because i think that as hard as that would have been i should have had an honest conversation with my friend mm -hmm. and let her go on to have her dream situation with somebody else in my place but how would your friend feel like is there, there's there is like you on the other side of that like yeah. wouldn't you just faking it doesn't that help your relate like her so feel good on her thing. day rather than i come from a place of believing and i think as comics we both might believe the same thing mm. people know what you're thinking mm -hmm. it is very yeah. hard to fake yeah. feelings so i think what happens in this wedding type and situation that's what she's talking is about. that you get caught in the but she asked me to be the thing and now i agreed to be the thing and the dress has been ordered and da, 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 da. i really think that if it's a real friendship and you just talked it out you might the person might be hurt for a minute but long term for the for the relation to friend relationship to evolve that moment of truth might actually be a good thing you know i agree with you i don't know if it's stepping out of the wedding but they got to talk they got to talk it out because yeah. she wrote something she already lost the friendship once and then the way she wrote it is interesting she wrote i let it go as it wasn't worth losing my friend over Right. And it's like, no, no, no. We need to let this go. Right. You feel like you're better than them. And I mean this in a very loving way. You feel you're better than them because you were the one that was able to put aside their shitty fiance and make the friendship work. And you've done all the work. And then this happens again. And you go, they didn't even realize how much work I did to get to this point, to be okay with them, to be happy. So you're a little bit you're mad at your friend because they don't realize the work you did to make this friendship work as it is today. I think she needs to talk to her friend about that. Agree. You go to your friend and you go, and you need to go back to the first time. You can't say, this isn't a new issue. Same issue, different day. So you gotta go, we did this, we did this bullshit before. Here are seven examples of why I rolled it back. Now we're here again. Obviously, I haven't let it go. You have to be a little vulnerable. I haven't let it go. I'm, I'm, I just watch you get engaged in Europe. And, you know, and again, she's probably looking at the friend. You know, they went to Europe. We did yeah, here. Uh, the, he's got the grandmother's ring with the story. And now I got to go, ooh, ah, oh, my God, dead grandma. You know, like you have to do that whole fucking thing. <laughs> yeah. And she's in there going, fuck you. You just saw you. Saw, and this is this guy's M.O. He sees what you do. And then he goes one above. It's very easy to be the second one to get engaged you can see what everyone does you can do a little bit more you can go a little bit higher oh you spent 20 grand on a ring i spent twenty thousand and one dollars yeah. on her ring. you know you it's like the price is right so i think you need to go talk you got to talk to your friend yeah. and you got to let them know like hey and and make it about you and the friend yeah it's not about the fiance it's i made all these changes to keep us together and then look what you fucking did to me i feel like shit Right. Let them answer that. You might be out of the wedding, but but maybe you, know. you want that. Right. Maybe that you might want be the best that. answer. They might be the that might be the best answer. Zarna, this is fantastic. Thank you so much for coming on. No, thank you so much for having me. Fantastic. Everyone, go follow Zarna at Zarna Garg on Instagram, on TikTok, ZarnaGarg.com. She's going to be at Caroline's for Christmas Eve. Four shows, amazing, great venue, great comic. She's going to be in Orlando, ZarnaGarg.com. I'm Jared Fried. We're here every Monday with your emails. We'll be back next week. Boom.